And this game is all about timing. It's all about your movement. Eyes is oyster perpetual. Hey man, I swear I'm, I'm ready to get a dog. Swiss. I know I might be. I know we've been talking about it randomly, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm ready to get a dog. You've been doing that dog thing for a minute. Yo, it's like the only thing was, I don't know why. Niggas, right? so I just like me and my dog hiking the mountains. Like, Floating out of space, her man's house shoes. I don't like the way are you gonna get me kicked out of hiking? How would you say the name of this Because you know, you know, if you're around certain people, you don't kiss the dog in the mouth. You don't love the dog. I'm like, I grew up in the Catholic grandma. I don't believe in dogs in the house. I'm like, grandma, it's not a religion. Like, I understand the dog don't have to be in the house. Got to believe in it. We all type. We to the dog. Yeah. It's like, well, they dog just make it through the winter, and that was a normal thing. I'm sorry, please. ASPCA, don't kill my the only thing that about dog, like if I can avoid him pooping, you can't. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode six, I think we are on now, guys, of the Digital Cigar Lounge podcast, man. We're, we're glad to be here. We're happy for, for all of our listeners, you know, taking the time out to check us out. Uh, we're your hosts, Eugene. Peace, is Jeremiah. AZP. Steve, Steve-O. Yes, yes, yes. We are all here again. We want to kind of just, you know, thank y'all again for being here. We're going to jump right, you know, into it. How you guys doing, man? I'm good, man. Good, man. Good, 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 never good. complain. Never complain because <laughs> nobody complain. nobody wants to listen anyway. Nobody cares. <laughs> you know? Trust me, I tried complaining and then like nobody cared and I said, they're right. Apathy, That's not just the same. Apathy is at an all-time high. Ain't no money in it. But no, no one, one cares. cares. But no one cares. <laughs> Run that back. <laughs> apathy is at an all-time high. But no one cares. Is it no apathy? The lack of caring? Yes. It is. Wow. It's <laughs> wow. a mind fuck right? <laughs> but that shit's real, man. It's, Nobody it's real, cares. It's, it's like that out here, though. Everybody man. just walking around, and I don't give I don't I, give. Yeah. Driving here today, you know, somebody Look. cuts me off, and I'm like, well, I got to get on the highway. <laughs> hey, like, no fucks to give. They're like, you know what? Die. <laughs> Saturday morning, I have somewhere to be. I, I do care, but I got my own stuff. <laughs> Which means you don't give a shit. <laughs> I do care. As you're, soon as you... As, you're it's like, selfish. It's like, hey... I'm not just hey. So <laughs> when I look at you, it's like I do care. But as soon as I turn my back, it's like, hmm, what's next to do? Exactly. <laughs> I care now. What? You know, hope everyone listening is doing great. Um, as usual, you know, pull up your seat. You know, light light up a light up a little something, a little something nice, a little something pleasant. Pour yourself a glass, and we're gonna jump right in. You know, we were talking uh, last episode about last couple of episodes about being a player and just kind of the ins and out mm-hmm. of the lifestyle, what caused you to grow, you know, and I, I I think that, you know, we should talk about growth, what growth looks like. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of women, you know, complain that chivalry is dead, mm-hmm. you know, and I think this episode, us talking about what it actually means, to be, you know, to be a man, right? Mm-hmm. you know, what that, what that means and what it should what it should look like. Not that we're specialists, mm-hmm. but the conversation definitely needs to be had regardless. So, Yeah, I think a part of the, just on that topic of being a man, I think a part of the problem that we have is that we're not really taught 
what it is to be a man, mm-hmm. right? Uh, especially with, you know, in, in our community, uh, lack of uh, black fathers has been a thing for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 100 years if we go back to slavery or, or more when we go back to, yeah. to slavery, right? Positive like male images, right? We, we, don't, we don't really have that. And so many of us have had to look outside of the home for what it means to be a man, right? And that could be, it's, we've been misguided in a sense of, of what that is, which could lead to, you know, some of the decisions and poor choices that we make, you know, as, as, as young men or, or as boys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because it starts early. Like, you really got to start really early. Uh, Jeremiah and Steve, you both have boys. And, you know, I think some of them are either even teenagers or about to be teenagers. Yeah, right? Like preteen, yeah. Preteen, right? So, I mean, it's like you got to kind of even start before then, you know, right. like, like being that example. Like having the example in the household of what a man is is a good start. But I think that the conversation must be had with those boys early. And I think that men need to hold each other accountable too, for you sure. Know, fresh off the last episode mm-hmm. when we were talking about like conquest and like where where it comes from, a lot of bad behavior is reaffirmed by your circle, you know, mm-hmm. by the circle that yep. you. Yep. For so, sure. like if I'm if I'm half stepping, you know, look at me. Showing my age, back to eighties. So, yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm out here sideways, I think they call it lacking now. Don't catch me lacking. He's seasoned over there. That boy got Lowry's on. You know, so if I'm if I'm out here. If I'm out here like shooting, shooting wrong, you know, like I got, I'm insulated. I'm well insulated with guys that's gonna pull me aside and say, "Hey, man, yo." Like you, you tripping. You right. know, you need to pull it together and, mm-hmm. and and you know stand up, fam. You know, but if I'm out here and I'm I'm surrounded by people who kind of root me on, I'm doing dumb shit. You know, that's I'm, and, that's and cheering for me. You know, running to yeah. the wrong the wrong direction. And we uh, find that more times than not, though. I absolutely. think more times than not, we have the circle of friends we have doesn't really help us. They we're all kind of you know in, at the same level, or we've had the same experiences, so we don't. There's nobody to even grow from. So from from that, it's cyclical because it right. takes the individual to evolve to a place where you know he can first recognize that this is that there's a problem. There's a problem. I have a right. problem in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm out here wrong, or I've been out here wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you awake to the fact that you know you talk to your homeboys and they all are still on that silly shit. Yeah. You know. So first, the individual has to evolve. But like you just said, starting off the conversation. Where do you get that from? Because if if you have a shortage of North Stars in your life, you know, the men who could who you mm-hmm. can look at and right. say, okay, they're exemplary mm-hmm. of those traits, where does it come from? So it's kind of like it it's the snake Chicken eating itself. Yeah, yeah. It you know. I, I, go ahead, I think some of it though is that's hard. Like I have two two young men, two boys, eleven and eight. Even with that, like every man has their own journey. Mm-hmm. Right. And so as we walk through that journey, it's hard to to hold somebody else's hand as you're on your own journey. So you just hope that as you're walking your journey, you're able to walk that journey with good brothers. Like I've been blessed to have good brothers around mm-hmm. me. Like even y'all, like yeah, y'all for sure. Dudes. Like dudes I grew up with in St. Louis, like we always held each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Like I have all, even on a football field, I have always been blessed to be around it. But it's mm-hmm. it's hard to say. It's hard to change that cycle because it's really a cycle. Like even my my boys, their own life is their life. I'm just trying to give them certain principles, certain beliefs, certain 
my actions through my words and through mm-hmm. my through my own personal actions. So, right. I, I think, I think it is hard to like hold them as you come up, right? But even in this circle, right, this happened out of, you know, Jeremiah's had his own path to get to the point of the maturity yeah. that he is today. Eugene has had the maturity that has come about, his different experience that have shaped him. You the same and me the same. And those things have happened without, like, it's not been manufactured. And right. it's not to say that we, of course, uh, being a man, which I, I think that's a, a big thing we also hear, a man is this, a man is that. Well, first mm-hmm. off, a man is ever-evolving, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, mm. <laughs> you're a grown man. As long as you have life in your body, you're going to learn something, mm-hmm. then you are ever-evolving mm-hmm. as a man. There's mm-hmm. not a, It's not a... Um, being a man is more of a journey, more so than a destination. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wanna, I wanna right now just uh, send a big shout out to my pops, man, uh, Eugene Langston Senior, man. Like I, I, I was blessed to have my father, you know, my entire life. My, my, my father's still alive, and we don't have the strongest relationship. Appreciate that, man. Um, but our relationship has grown over the years. I mean, I would say that, yeah, when I was a teenager, yeah, me and my dad didn't really get along because he was, you know. He, he was controlling, but he was controlling trying to show me, mm-hmm. keep me away from harm, though. It wasn't like he was like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, because I want to control you. It was more like, look, I want to keep you on the right path. But, you know, when, you, when you're kind of, you know, when you're growing as a teenager, you want to get out there and you want to experience everything. You know, I was in go mode all the time, right? Yeah. And he was like, look, nah, you can't do this. You can't listen to that. You can't watch that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, Pop. Like, I'm getting to school. I can't. I don't know what, what happened on Martin last night. You know what I'm saying? I got a fake. Like, I know, like, oh, yeah, man, that shit was hilarious. I'm like, my like a motherfucker. I'm faking. Faking the fuck. I'm faking Pick up the pizza. Yo, I was telling y'all last night, like, hip-hop, like, I listened to music on the radio, but I didn't really get into hip-hop until, like, Almost a teenager, like we for real, real, for real. We I mean, I talk about yeah, that. Like, like we talk about when you fell in love with hip hop. Yeah, as like, oh, yeah. Man. And I, I know, yeah. I want to, I want to get off subject, but <laughs> my, my father, you know, is a minister, and so he, you know, he's a southern like holiness minister. Like, so it wasn't none of that at all. He's mm-hmm. traditional, and that's just what it was. But as far as the example, he set the example of you know being a provider. But me and my dad never had conversations about what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, most of it was pray to God and. He'll show you, he'll guide you, mm-hmm. he'll lead you and what to do. We didn't really mm-hmm. have those conversations. And even now, as an adult, me and him don't really have those type of in-depth conversations. And I've mm-hmm. always, even when I try to go there, it's always, like, awkward. And the subject has changed, and we just end up talking about sports or what's going on in, in politics or something else. Not about what it is that I'm going through and what life is like being a black man in America. Or being a man in general, not just a black man, but being a man and what it takes to be a better man, right? Mm-hmm. So they give you what they got, man. But yeah. I'm, I'm grateful though. I'm yeah. grateful, man. I, same here. I'm grateful. Same here. You know, it was hard. Like it's funny that you say that. Like mm-hmm. my father, he worked hard. Like he, my dad still working hard. <laughs> now, and now I'm older, right? Right. And I now it's like, oh, so he was mean because he woke up at five o'clock. Exactly. In the morning, exactly. Went to work. His yeah. boss was probably getting on his yep. nerves. Yeah. He had to deal with reports. He had to do this. Then come home. Mm-hmm. Do with your bad ass. Deal with my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Deal with me and my brother. He has a wife he's trying to accommodate. And it's yeah. like, I see why he came home, got his little drink, and then chilled out and didn't want to I want to I wanna mm-hmm. piggyback off, off of you for a second with that yeah. point, right? You know, you said that he has a wife that he has to accommodate. You know, I think that for women, you know, one of the conversations that we don't have enough men, if you have a man who is truly dedicated to you, 
everything that he cannot provide you hunts him daily. Mm. Absolutely. Daily. You know, so part of the collective frustration that he may have and the resentment that he that may develop in him and sometimes in an unhealthy situation, we'll talk about mental health at some point on this podcast, you know, like it causes him to burn a little hotter. Mm-hmm. You know, like you'll you'll lose you'll legit lose sleep over the things that you're unable to provide your loved ones. Yes. There's Even a- if they're fine. There's yeah. a video that I posted on my Instagram, and maybe it was kind of like foretelling because it was towards the end of my marriage. And it was just, it was an older guy, and he was talking about check on your mans. He's like, because there's a lot, he said, you women don't know, your man spends, lays next to you and looks up at their ceiling, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of lonely nights. Mm-hmm. You sitting there he sleeping, right there. Mm-hmm. and he's sitting there staring at the staring at the, at the the ceiling, and he yeah. got homeboys that he can't talk to yeah. because you, he said, nowadays you go and talk to them, and they either, in one way or another, they might come back against you. They feel like they can't be vulnerable because he mm-hmm. might use that information against, against you right. or yeah. tell somebody else. And he's like, and you have dudes that's next to you every day, your homeboy, that you can't really talk about what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So as a man, you're walking around dealing with not being able to fulfill maybe, you know, the, the everywhere where you miss with your woman. The or then you go to work and your and your job's on you where everywhere where you miss there, right? Mm-hmm. And society, and I'm just being real, like, Society, me, me and you talked about this last night. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have the conversation with your sons about, and, and even my daughter, with your kids, mm-hmm. about police because mm-hmm. I am going to teach you from my experience, and I have a certain anxiety about. Like right. literally, I have anxiety when mm-hmm. I see cops, when I see when I see the uniform, when mm-hmm. I see the lights. It don't matter if it's a traffic stop. People be like, "But you didn't do nothing wrong." I'm like, yeah, "I'm nervous. I'm ha- I have drama mm-hmm. associated with yeah. it. I have anxiety mm-hmm. associated with it. And when you combine all of those things on each and every day, and you never have an outlet because you're told you're not supposed to have a con, you're not supposed to cry, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to." have that communication, then you just walk around as a big ball. And and I think uh, YG was talking I, to... I was just um, about to bring that up. Yeah. YG was talking to... Charlemagne. Um, Charlemagne yeah, about it recently. It's yeah. like, you're not even feeling like you're supposed to talk to nobody because you feel like it's a sign of weakness and it's not you being a man. Mm. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, like, you can't make that journey as a man and you keep... All you keep doing is putting this backpack and this backpack getting bigger hard. and bigger and bigger. You'll never make it to the end, to your full development mm-hmm. as a man mm-hmm. in this journey because those things will weigh you down and the you'll collapse along heavy. the path. Yeah, the bags, the bags are too heavy. heavy. Mm-hmm. Hey, bag lady, man. And I'm gonna tell you something. Bag man, yeah. bag man. They don't talk about the bag man. That was a dope analogy. Yeah. It is the one of the best things I've done, dog, as a man is keep a journal. Yeah, I agree. Man, it's just getting those mm-hmm. thoughts and just. Random thoughts, emotions, Message. out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> it's able to, to take all that out because it's hard to have those conversations mm-hmm. with people. Right? Yo, and shout out to us, you know, for having us. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because yeah, right. we have some great conversations, yeah, and I think we this, do. even with the podcast, we're able to to share our conversations and invite people into our our manhood. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Our growth. Yeah, because yeah, right. mm-hmm. this this conversation six years ago would have been totally, totally different. different. Totally fact, different. We, so you're saying we're being vulnerable. In <laughs> yeah, a way. Like, we laugh and joke, but be yeah, real. We we be, we're interested. We're inviting y'all in on our manhood. Yeah, this yeah. is hopefully we can share something that you can take away for sure. Because yes. we've been ha- we we literally have been having these conversations for years amongst yeah. either each other or amongst our own you know peers and friends. So we wanted to kind of come in here Yo, to share this with y'all. And part of the reason why I think that you know 
we struggle as black men, you know, we're we're tribal people. Mm. We are. You know, we're very tribal people. So, you know, we we tend to sensationalize the whole lone wolf thing, but that's really not that's not how that's we move. not how we're wired. Nah, right? Right. The uh-huh. DNA that's not us. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we we're we're strong together. Because mm-hmm. it's a fairy tale to he to what you spoke about on the last episode mm-hmm. about the fairy tale. Yeah, For yeah. us the fairy tale is to be the lone wolf be by yourself. that can be stronger than strong, don't need anybody and you conquer every you conquest and, and capitalist society makes it even worse. Man, this mm-hmm. is a it multi- it magnifies that feeling mm-hmm. every single day yes. by what we see and what you know yeah. how how it's built, how it's designed. By you, design is made for you to be, you know, you were a boot camp click fan. Ooh. Yeah, I was back a huge boot camp click fan. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. We didn't talk about that when we talked about hip hop. But I was, uh yeah. you know, back in the days, uh OGC's um, you know, <sighs> Starane had that cut where he was like, I'm duck down staff even when I'm by myself. Even when I'm by myself, yeah. You know, that I'm, was my um, joint. <laughs> like Fonte got a song like that too. I'm oh, boot camp click even, even when, when I'm, I'm by, by myself. I'm yeah. Fab Five even, even when, when I'm, I'm by, by myself. I'm yeah. OGC even when I'm by myself. I'm Digital Cigar Lounge podcast even, even when, when I'm, I'm by, by myself. myself. No yeah. doubt. Yo, and it's such a like it's such a dope intro because sure. you know like even when I'm I'm rolling solo solo dolo on a town. You know like I w- I, w- I would love like what I want is for people to look at me and say that's that dude from. Them, yeah. you know, and they yeah. see, they see myself, they see me, but they see my my team too, oh, though. Right, yeah, right. You know, dope. so dope. as we're all moving, you know, separately, we're still building together. We're still yeah. one, indeed. And I don't know why it just kind of came to me. Can you imagine, like, everybody's got their plight, right? Women have their plight, you know, LGBT. Everybody, everybody has their plight, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I can only speak from a man. Mm-hmm. But for your plight to be tied to providing your plight to be basically tied to money and creation right to me that's that's a heavy bag in itself man you know what i mean like because there's little sayings i can't think of any right now but there's little sayings throughout time that speak to if a man can't provide he ain't you know what i mean he ain't it, if he ain't got no money if he don't come with no money that's not no man right and yeah. it's like and that's some bull and provide that, and being a provider is the number one thing that we're that we're taught manhood is all about right yeah. and and the number back, one thing yeah and going back to what i think you and jeremiah talked about about you know a man will you know wants to be able to provide for his family for his woman right realize that finances is like the number one reason for divorce mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. number one reason for divorce because if a man can't provide shit I, and and if and if if a woman is the, is the primary provider, it's typically a problem because most our egos mm-hmm. and the way society is is set up, we're conditioned to to the, be the pressures. The pressures are, are on us to provide. Yeah, I was talking to this cat in the cigar lounge uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he was saying that one of his his partners is married, you know, and he makes you know he's makes a, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and but he came up a ball player, you know, he came up, you know, but he didn't go that far mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Some of his friends did. So some of his friends are, you know, millionaires. They, they millionaires. Mm-hmm. So when they all get together, you know, the girls go out and they go shopping and mm-hmm. she wants to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, so here rough. this dude is making a couple hundred grand a year, but she's looking at him sideways because he's not on a level financially that is... His baller in the literal, literally, in the literal yeah, sense, his baller friends. That's out. crazy. Yeah, that's that's hard. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's hard. It's tough, man. Because I don't tough. think that that. To my point, I don't think that that's that don't make you a man. Yeah, but well, but that's what society says a man is, though. So let's talk about it. Right. So mm-hmm. now, what 
what is a man to us, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I, I agree with the provider. Yeah, for sure. It's not about financial pro- provider, though. Right. It's like, it's that support. Like, my mm-hmm. biggest thing is, in the relationship that I want, I want to build a platform for the woman I'm with. I want to build a platform for my boys mm-hmm. so they can be successful, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, I'm going to make you successful. I want to give you a platform where you feel like you can be successful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, but that's the foundation, I think, that you kind of touched on last episode. Yeah, that's like foundation. You build, you build that foundation. You build that rock. The man is typically the rock, right? Physically, when you think right. of physical strength, the man is the rock of the family. That's typically how yes. the man is looked at. If you go back in, you know, back in the day, the old school, the, the, the father is the rock of the family, and everything is built upon him. Yes. Right? And he... Leads the family, right? I think a man, manhood is about leadership too. I think you know, women could be, women can definitely be leaders. I'm not saying that, but but typically, typically, you know, the man is the leader of the family, and from that, if he's leading the, the family the right way, Steve, did you want to say something? <laughs> Steve, hey Steve, did you want to? It's, it's 2019, man. It's, it's 2019. <laughs> man, and and people trying to take over this. Yeah, what did you? What did you oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what, what were you going with that? So it's 2019, right? And it's we. I think that what we're running into is that we're trying to create that platform. We're trying to create that that platform for us. To, yeah, let's go. <laughs> but with the with the movement of feminism and the movement of Me Too, there it's a it sometimes feels like it's a power struggle. Let's define feminism. I can't. No. No, 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 no. Let's let's we, look up the, this conversation let's look up the actual night. definition Hand, of feminism. Hands up. That that's what I'm saying. Let's look at the actual definition of feminism. No, because this is what the actuality. Here, here's what the actual definition of feminism is, right? It's the advocacy of women's rights. Let me let that finish. So again, feminism is the advocacy advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Nothing more. Nothing more. That's it. Now, sound good. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you why, and you went, you went privy to this conversation because yes, this was yesterday evening. Yeah. Because for some reason, Pareto principle keeps finding its way back in. Right? It does in any movement, right? Black Lives Matter, Christianity, any particular group, right? You always have there's 20% responsible for the 80% of noise, right? Mm-hmm. So the 20% responsible for the 80% of results. So what you find in every movement is the loudest. The squeaky wheel gets the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? Mm-hmm. The loudest ones, which are typically the zealots, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, people say, "Well, Muslims are are violent because you saw there was there was terrorist terrorist attack, attack with a Muslim, mm-hmm. right?" He said, "Black Lives Matter because you hear the one person that's like going." F white people, white devil, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Then you might have Christianity where everybody's like, you're going to hell. I think the same thing happens in feminism. And what it is is I'm a feminist. I believe in women equality. Mm-hmm. However, what I don't believe in is, what was the other word? Misandrist? Yeah. Misa- misandrist. Mm-hmm. Def- Let's just find that later. Define that real yeah, quick. Define that Let's get, so we, we can make sure that we're, uh, mm-hmm. you know. This is one of those words where I hurt myself on the... Uh, <laughs> the pronunciation, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a misandrist, okay, um, that is a person who dislikes, despises, or is strongly prejudiced towards men. 
That's so, not a feminist. This is a word that I literally had to dig up because I I never encountered the word never heard personally. Of it, yeah. So yeah. like you know we have words like and I'm I'm not to derail what you were saying, but you know we have chauvinism. You know I was about and to say, we normally look up the say definition of that as well. Yeah, we normally say you know you hear male chauvinism, well you know you're a male chauvinist or you're a misogynist or you're patriarchal. You hear those words. So what what is the word when a woman is the equivalent? So What's I'm 35. Did you look up chauvinist? Chauvinist is actually a person displaying excessive mm-hmm. or prejudice, prejudice loyalty or support for a particular cause, group, or gender. So, so yeah, back to my point is, chauvinist. <laughs> what happens is, and I'm 35 years old, and I thought chauvinist automatically meant male. You old? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby on this show. <laughs> 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 the baby, <laughs> but <laughs> and that's another conversation. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm the truth. <laughs> I'm the truth. With an F at the end, I'm the truth. <laughs> <Put> my- <laughs> yeah, give him a couple more gunshots with the baby. I only want to say that man's name, yeah. man. He's not, people get knocked out for just thinking about the dude. <laughs> but um, my point was is that what has happened, I think, throughout time is that there's a lot of female chauvinists and misandrists that are that 20% that are like beating down like even on men that it's not about equality it's about us being better than y'all because y'all were the main ones the whole time and so when we speak as men we all say oh you're a feminist and the first thing we do is like ah but mm-hmm. really then that makes us sound ignorant because what we, what, it, what it really is is that no we were supporting zealots we yeah. support equality but it's these <laughs> zealots that are sitting there beating them in, and that's what we're ready to debate all the time. We're like, oh no, you're not just gonna call me nothing, yeah. and you don't need me, and so, all this and that. And so how does so how does that affect us being men? Like, I was gonna say, like, tie it right. back into yeah. that conversation. Yeah. How, so I, that's my question because I think that we've been taught to be a leaders. We've been taught to be providers. We've been taught to lay that platform down. Or we've been taught that we're supposed to be. We're supposed, supposed to be. So yeah. here's the problem, yeah. like, but not taught how. Not always so, taught how. So. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could be in a situation where you're supposed to do both now, right? So, mm. so you're supposed to be this provider platform, building a platform, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you are up against feminism or massage. I'm not going to ask. Misandry. Misandry. I would think, is the... Um, so, yeah, correct. So how, do, <laughs> so how do you navigate what that? What Paul said. Like, I don't know how to navigate that. That's my. To me, I think it it comes back to how you said setting boundaries, right? But not only just setting boundaries. Setting boundaries basically it's about self awareness. Mm-hmm. You know who you are, right? Right. There's going to be a conversation with somebody, and you're going to hear feminist things, right? Which means she just wants to be equal, mm-hmm. right? Right. She deserves that. I I feel that. Can I ask a question to that though? I, I was you going okay? What on this earth is equal? No, oh, nothing. There's, right. there's rarely many sorry, things equal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that's not gonna stop me. It's not equal to be black and white in certain scenarios, but that ain't gonna stop me from fighting for equality. So let me let me <laughs> look. Ever... Yo, we gotta clean this so up. So I'm just supposed <laughs> to take it. Look, <laughs> like, we gotta clean this up. Take it. <laughs> look, okay, so you take the yin and yang symbol. Okay. Right? You have the the white side of it and you have the black side of it. And right? they both have the small dots. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are, Are they both? equal? Yes. I think yes. so. Yes. Yes. They're, they're different, 
but they're, they're equal. equal. Yeah, that is the whole point of the symbol. That That's is exactly it. what the symbol represents. So let me ask y'all a question: With our black women, you don't think that we treat them equal? No, they don't feel that way. I say you no. Know, they don't feel that way. Even if even if we say we think we do. They do not feel that way. And that's probably all that matters. Yeah. But we say we're we talking about us four in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, maybe I'm different because I have different experiences. But I would say overall, I would not say yes. I do, for example, I think that now there's, there's particular, uh, there's like charts out there that show, you know, black women are the most likely to continue to date black men out of the spectrum of, like, Asian women and white men, white men and black black, and black men on the other opposite side of the spectrum that are most likely to date outside their race, right? So not to say that that builds into what you get equally, but that's one aspect of it, right? They're always going to be supportive of us. When you look at the pay scale, black women make the least Mm -hmm. out of Asian women, white women, black men, white men. There's not equality. I I, I will I will go out on this. There's not equality. But I also say that they are the ones that will say, F it, I'm going to do what I got to do to get where I need to be yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. So back to my other point of saying about when you're talking about the feminism or those 20% that want that equality, knowing yourself says, I understand to have a conversation with somebody who is trying to like belittle me as a man. I understand that. I will remove you from my conversation. Have a nice life. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm dealing with. Right. But if I'm dealing with a woman who knows who she is and is going to be whoever she's going to be with or without me, I'm just an addition. Mm-hmm. And it's just the fact that she's going to be equal and that's what she wants to be treated as. Like, I'm still, we can have the conversation how we want to do the bills and all of that stuff. But I'm not going to let you demean me or make me smaller than I am in the process. And that's because I know who I am. Mm-hmm. See, the word, the word feminist itself has... Negative developed, feminist. yeah, it's developed, developed very negative connotations because of the zealots. Because of the zealots, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, you could you could look at Steve's facial expression, and Steve is still where he was. <laughs> <laughs> he has not changed <laughs> at <No>. all. <laughs> it comes back from experience, right? So I have both my my mother and my father in the household, mm-hmm. right? And I've always looked as my my mother as my dad's equal. I've okay. never seen it any other way. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? So that's how I view the world. That's how I view situations based off my experience. I can't speak for the masses. Like, I've seen my mother play an integral part in our household as an equal to my father. Like, right. I see them talking about bills together. I see them building. Mm. Like, I, she knows her role and he knows his role. In mm-hmm. it. So I think that I get feminism from a standpoint in the – capitalistic society because mm-hmm. we are fighting for the same thing as black men like, mm-hmm. we're fighting to to get higher salaries equal opportunity, equal opportunity. Equal yeah. opportunity. Mm-hmm. so when i look across the board and it's not the 70s anymore it's 2019 i have seen those numbers rise which is a good thing i think this is a great place to segue into chivalry okay because we're talking about feminism equal treatment and so on and so forth and you know, chivalry was, is this, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of that comes from treating women like they were less, is it less capable? What not? I wouldn't say that. It's because it didn't have, like back in the day, chivalry came from a woman didn't make any money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the man had to do that's everything. What I'm he was, okay, I, okay, if that's what you're saying, then yes, that's so, the same thing. So, you know, with us being where we are in society, 
Chivalry. Just define it. As, yeah, let's go ahead and define it. Is either the combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight, especially courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and a readiness to help the weak, and B, courteous behavior, especially that of a man towards women. Yeah, I would say we're talking about B. Yeah, courteous behavior. Yeah. So do y'all consider yourselves chivalrous? Absolutely. Yes. No, yeah. without a doubt. Tell me, tell me how. I'm opening doors. I'm respectful. Yeah, I'm very respectful. I think that's what it, I think it I goes back to. <laughs> <laughs> I walk on the outside. I walk on the outside of the street when we're walking down. I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I just learned that. A woman taught me. Yeah, a woman I, yeah, taught I me. Was, I dated a woman who taught me That's so that. funny. I was Straight like, uh, my father didn't give me that's this what in, the, my, in the handbook for me. He didn't give me that. No. Nah. So, it's a journey. Yeah. yeah. And, now, <laughs> yeah and now I can't sit. Apparently, the other one is I have to sit with my. Yeah, but black, your, back, your back can't be facing the door. Yeah, you have to. You're supposed to. But sometimes women. Be like, I didn't know that was it? a thing. I just have like <laughs> nerves, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not facing the back of the door because if somebody come up in here, like, I need to know. What's I need going to know. On. I need to maneuver. Right here, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so why is why is chivalry considered to be dead now? Why do you hear women saying that? I think is is the point that you were making. Like we hear that often that chivalry is dead. But I still consider myself to be a gentleman. I've always considered myself to be a gentleman, and I feel like I move that way. So I would say the women that I've dated in my past. You know, up until now, would still consider me to be a gentleman. You open, say, you open doors for women. Yes. Do you open the car door mm-hmm. for the woman? Yes. Not even, and it doesn't even have to. If I'm just walking in a building and a woman is behind me, I'll open the door and let her go first. Do you? Yes. You. No matter you what, stampeded over the question. Do you? I open, said yes. Do you open? I don't. I yeah. don't. Don't. I said yes. You don't. No, I, I do from time I to said time. Yes, and, I don't. And I teach my daughter oh, that too. On. So you don't. Mm-mm. Okay. Not so. all the time. All right, why? Mm, I'm like, it's your car door, you can get it. <laughs> it might be jacked up, but I'm like, but I feel different about doors. I won't let a door shut on a woman, like, in actually walking, but, like, my car door is like, look, we're both getting in the car. Like, okay. It's a whole extra walk around that car. To get. You don't have to. I mean, it's, a, it's choice. I mean, no, that's, yeah. we're just having an exploration. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Relax. Calm down. I, I'm not hype. I'm not hype. Order's tense. Chill, bro. Chill. Chill, bro. bro. So, so, man, bro. Get out your feelings. Okay. We're going to end this podcast now. Because anytime a man hears, get out your feelings. And this is for anybody listening. A man hears, get out your feelings. It's raps. Okay. We have, we're not moving along logically. We're not moving emotionally. We're not moving along at all. Yeah. Feelings. We're talking feelings. about Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he said to me? Say, get out my feelings. Like I'm feeling something. Yeah. Bro, y'all don't feel you know nothing. I don't feel? Come on, cuz. <laughs> so, about all right, so, uh, you know, I wear hats often. Mm-hmm. So I'm often, like, I, I've had the, uh, the question posed to me, like, do you take your hat off when you enter a room? You know, and no, I don't. Not always. It depends on the room all that right. I'm entering. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Fine dining, for example, yeah, you take, I take my hat off if it's a fine dining. Some places situation. force you to. In Ruth Chris, you have to take your hat and off, and they're not even really? fine dining. Yeah, you have to take your hat off. They're yeah. not. How about yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a chain, but they, yeah, they want you to take your hat off Don't when you're in there. You're, yeah. okay. you're a chain, okay? That's how you yeah. should say it, right? You're a chain. Like, you're a chain. I'm not taking my about? hat off in here. Gotta take my hat. You're off. like a McDonald's. You're just like a McDonald's. You got different beef. You got different beef. I'm not taking my hat off. Your beef from Iowa, theirs is made in the chemist lab. There's is like uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying about that. No, so, you know, I'm, I'm just asking where does it begin and end, right? Because once upon a time when a woman was approaching the table, the dining table, all men at the table stood up. Yeah. 
Do you pull chairs out for women? Sometimes, Sometimes I do. Yeah. If the situation allows me to. So mm-hmm. let me ask yeah, you all this. I do too. Is it for women you're dating or all women? So for that's pulling a, out the chair? No. Well, yeah. 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 Not just for the woman that I'm no, I, no. I do it for my mama. <laughs> Does that count? Like my, my mind. I try yeah. to be respectful. Again, I go I think chivalry is about respect too, right? I think a part of it to me. Manners and in, in respect to I me. don't think that it ends in just women. I know it says specifically with women. I think it's a, I know it says specifically with women, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's just one, like older people, right? And I might not like all older people because they might feel a certain way, but I'm not gonna let the door drop on them, right? I'm gonna hold the door because I'm yeah. gonna be courteous. Mm-hmm. Yes. is that I feel like that's a certain aspect of chivalry because because there's two parts to that definition, and so if you consider yourself like a knight or in that 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 thought process. Mm-hmm. Then there's certain things that you do regardless of who that person is. Again, I think it's respect. I think that's all it is. Is out yeah. of respect you do certain things. Absolutely. Like for your mother or mm-hmm. for another. Like if I if I'm walking into a building and a woman is like close enough. Not a, I'm not saying she's halfway across the parking. I'm not standing. But there. if she's like close enough to where I'm gonna walk in almost right with her, I'm gonna open the door and I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna let her walk in and then I walk in behind her. How do you feel, feel when she doesn't say thank you? I was just oh, about I feel the way about that. <laughs> I, be I, all, feel, you know, I, I wish I could yo, put her back mama, outside the door and shut the door. <laughs> Boy, I'm like, I'm like, oh, where are you just gonna walk by me and not say thank you? Chauvinist. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm like, I'm like, I'm never opening the door again. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Why do all these words have like high treble? Chauvinist. Chauvinist. Oh man, <sighs> that's but that's a touchy subject, man. Again, <laughs> a lot of what we talk about is subjective. It really depends on the person. Even and, though we can come with a clear definition, it's still subjective. And y'all experience. Man. Oh, go ahead, man. It's 2019. Oh, like, so we ain't got to open no doors no more. I, I open doors, right? <laughs> oh, do you? I do. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you, Steve? I do. Do man. you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna be the bad guy, be the bad guy all the way. I do open doors. Well, I let them know what I'm doing. No, I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I open God. doors, and then if I'm dating a, a woman, and this kind of goes to the, I, I open a door for her, mm-hmm. and the car door. Now it's not every time. Oh, that's I, what I let okay. her know. I let her know, like, hey, don't get too comfortable <laughs> with this. <laughs> Does it, is it starting in the beginning and not continue through? Yeah, I, if I started. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Hold on, Hold on. Like, if I started, like okay. I will continue. You continue. Oh, I really think no, because yeah. I was about to set you up because I was going back saying. to Eugene talking about. How he's like, well, after I get the draw, no, like, oh, oh, back in the day, back in the no, 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 clean that up. Okay, to my point, like he said, own it, own it, own it, own it. My point was, I'm making, I'm bringing two points together. For God, before this, before I get struck guy. down in lightning, my point was was like as we talk about how men like, I mean this what we said yeah, like get the draw. like <laughs> my point is, is like <laughs> do things wear off. Oh my God, do things wear off. <laughs> we gotta take a moment. Like, <laughs> Hey man, syntax is everything no, in life. You, How you man. put the sentence together is everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that Eugene said, Eugene said, <laughs> my mama said she's not here. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what was said was, My mama told you. <laughs> we told you. She said you ain't got nothing for us. <laughs> stupid. No, but for real, back to it was mm. that what I was saying was, over time, does your chivalry go away? 
because right. in the process maybe you get comfortable, you've gotten right. what you wanted, or is it is it just a thing that you do to put on show? No, right. no, no. I think That's what that, I'm saying. The representative, like I, even the repre- the representative. Even with my ex wife, I would still be chivalrous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that. That's something you take a break from. I think that's just right. who and what you are. For sure, for sure. And they say it's respect. If you respect women, you respect yourself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do that type of stuff. Now, I'm not about to do it every time. Like I'm not about to walk around a car every time. Mm-hmm. Who does that? That's what I was trying to say, but not so obnoxiously earlier. <laughs> I do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, who does that? That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. My father didn't even open up the doors anymore for my for my mother. I think the you, car I, door. The car door. I think. It, yeah, I <laughs> He's think like, hey, get on your side. <laughs> you have a side. <laughs> your other you side. But here's the. But she cool oh with it. God. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, my if God. my old dude probably went over to try to open my mom's door, she'll probably be like, "Yeah, I'm good." What you done did? <laughs> what you done She's did? so conditioned Something enough different. to where it's not a it's not even a topic. I think that the most important thing, you know, in all of that is. As long as the woman feels valued, Ooh. Mm-hmm. you know, then it's it's cool. So I'm sure after all these years, your mom still feels valued. Yeah, she always mm-hmm. gets the right shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question, right? When you do open that car door, Uh-oh. in the top of, in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. do you wonder does she reach over and uh, like let yours in? Because now, that's, that's, that's old school. That's, that's that, that old school. school right well, there. even opening the door for you is old school, right? Right. Because see, I've done it, and in the back of my head, like I just opened the door. And you didn't reach across. Wasn't that in the movie? Not... What movie was that in? Where Bronx Tale? Bronx Tale. Yeah, where she did that, and it was like an indication that she was really into him because she yeah. reached over and opened the door. Yeah, because it's a two way street. It's about showing value to each other. Right. I don't. I don't hold women. To nah, it. but nah. when it happens, I notice it. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I don't hold women. Nah, I actually look like that looks uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a long way. <laughs> it is a long, a long way to open it. Uh, and you got that console. <laughs> yeah, in there. It is a long like, stretch though. And if we're really honest, hurt. and if we're honest, the door like only like opens for like a second. Like it shuts back. Like that awkward like open close. Not really helpful. No, that's real. Think about it. Back in the day, back in the day, it was one long seat in the front seat. I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh yeah, one long. She can slide yeah, over and yeah, open no. the door. Yeah. Now she done cracked the rib, open the door for you. And you're like, you really love me. You're like, crack the rib yeah. for me. And all I did was open the door for you. Well, that was the rib you gave her anyway. Oh, oh shit. We're going to have to scrap this episode. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is how we talk to what I'm saying. Like, like, hey, come on, man. That's you're going to get the genuine, the genuine, the good, the bad, the ugly. Ladies, we're joking. Yeah, that is a joke. We yeah, love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we we love you all. We adore you for sure. At all times. At all times. And we're off. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you know, sometimes oh, people work a nerve or two. You know, let's put it in the air, dog. If you gotta put it in the air, put it in the air. I think it's all back to a two way street. Like, man. damn, I love you, but you get on my motherfucking nerves. Man. Yeah, I had a conversation with a good. <laughs> That's not chivalrous, right yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And she was talking about how like. So she's like, I know sometimes I can be a pain in that. So it, conversation. Don't was, they all know that? Yeah. Well, no. They yeah. don't all. Some of them, they they, they, they're not self-aware mm-hmm. if they don't. Um, because it seems like they enjoy it, when, oh, you, yeah. when you handle it properly. That was the conversation that she and I was having. Mm, look at that. <laughs> when you had the what problem? When she's all, oh, when she's, everything. Gotcha. Okay. When she's up, down, and you're right. like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they're going to be all over the place. I'm just going to see if he can handle it. That's I'm all throwing this curveball. Listen, that's that, all of them, too. It ain't, the there's no exception. is no. I can't. <laughs> I can't handle you at all times. <laughs> I got two emotions. 
<laughs> happy and angry. Even kill. Happy. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Even, said, I, even kill and happy. I just learned this other one I had, right? Oh, I, didn't realize, I didn't realize strong was emotion. Like being strong is emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So really? as a man, yeah, like think about it. Like you're being strong. Mm-hmm. Showing strength, you're not showing physical strength. strength. That's an emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for years, like I've been going through this whole thing. Like I'm a man, I'm strong. I'm a man, I'm strong. Do you know how much I probably missed out on? Because no, I'm a man, I'm strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like old boy said it. Like I'm not wearing no outfit to no uh, Halloween party. I'm mm-hmm. strong. No man. Do oh yeah, that. too cool. I'm too strong for that. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Po- Halloween parties I missed out on. That. Exactly. Because I didn't. I didn't have some. A blast yeah. for Halloween, Yeah, bro. see? That's my thing. See, that was that's Straight my up. thing. And, I love that. And it's like, if I'm not being strong, it's, it's weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's really my three. Strong, <laughs> even kill, Scrum. happy. I'm strong. No, what I was getting back to before, and I don't know what's that real. I took the happy. All no, it's that happy, happy thing. I, <laughs> happy. It's almost like stop, because I don't want to be happy too long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my bad though, man. I did cut you off. No, you good. So anyway, what I was saying was we were having a conversation and she was talking about being posted on social media. And she was like, oh, you know, I don't really care. You know, she told him, yeah, I don't really care. And I know her, so I know that she's like, oh, she for a second maybe didn't care. Mm. And then he was like, good, because, you know, I don't really care about that. Mm. And it was like, trigger. She mm. was like, oh, okay. And, you know, a couple months go by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if if I was to just post you, you know what I mean? He's like, uh, that's cool. I don't really post because, you know, relationships, maybe posting stuff and it don't really be what it is. So I don't really post. Mm-hmm. Next month go by. Whole live argument about not being posted on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I thought you didn't care. Mm-hmm. She, I know, but mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> she knew. That she was about to be crazy for us. And maybe they don't like to hear the word crazy. But she knew that she was about to be irrational. (laughs) (laughs) She was about to be irrational because logically you had told this man, I don't care about posting. But you kept asking it. He knew it was coming and showed out. Eventually, my man said, all right, go ahead, post it. it. Just go ahead, post it. He said, said, no, first thing he said was, you can post it. Mm. She said, you think I'm going to just put myself out there for me to be out here in the world and, and me looking stupid and you ain't going to post it on you? I said, man, this is a rabbit hole that you go into. Eventually, the man gave up. He posted his little picture. And he was like, just to appease her. But how many times did that happen in yeah. dealing with a significant other? A lot. Mm. Yeah, That's crazy. A lot. Part of growth is being able to recognize it, though, which is also why I think that it's a miscalculation for most men to get married young. You know, I think that being a being a husband, you know, like what it takes to be a husband is something that a man has to grow into. Well, I miscalculated. I always say, uh, I always say, (laughs) wait until you're thirty. Personally, I was twenty. I was twenty-two, and you know, you were pretty young too. Yeah, I was twenty-four. You know, but I think that uh, one of the things that I've said for years is that a man could be a great boyfriend and get married and be a terrible husband Mm -hmm. right after. It's not the same. The responsibilities are different. Yeah, it's not the same. The prerequisites, the obligations, like yeah. it's totally different. You know, being a being a boyfriend, yeah. woman just wants you to be thoughtful, yeah. be kind, yeah. be consistent. Mm-hmm. But a husband, I want you to be my daddy. You are you in all reality, Holy you do shit. replace her. You replace her father. That's I mean, true. that's why you ask 
for her father to give her to you. And then you still over here like, I didn't even know who the hell I was. Exactly. I didn't know who I've I been, was. I've been trying to move us off out of controversy for this entire podcast. <laughs> Man, controversy is going to run with this podcast. Yeah. I don't even know. Just, yeah. stop, stop trying to get away from it. It's going to happen. Y'all going y'all going there, dog. I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, we go, we go hopefully, eventually. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, nah. Y'all was cool being the bad guy. <laughs> <left> <laughs> right. Now, 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 what to say? No, no, no. Backpedaling, backpedaling. Sweat, sweat. <laughs> look, look, we got, we, we got two cornerbacks over here. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh y'all coverage DBs, <laughs> coverage DBs. Okay, no bump and run, huh? No bump and run. Pedaling like hell, trying to get interception, not trying to not go get no contact. Ten yards back, bro. Ten <laughs> yards back. Steven has shut his notebook, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Turning yeah. the phone over. Yeah. I ain't touching it. Oh my. No, God. but that is a point yeah. because all the way back to what does it take to be a man and becoming a man and all of these things is because before you be get married, which will be another conversation, mm-hmm. is You've got to know who you are. And that's not just for men. That's for men and women. And people don't know who they are. And they get into these relationships. And you think because your boyfriend, girlfriend, so amount of time, that's where you're supposed to go. Facts. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who you are at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's going to be met with Facts. more failure and opposition than you would normally even have in a regular marriage with two healthy people. That's mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. That's real. For sure. But that's a topic for another day. Right, 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 right. Mm. So, yo. This was another another great episode. We yeah, I enjoyed this topic. Yeah, I we, feel like we could we actually could continue to go, but you know we got I mean, brothers got stuff to do. Yeah, we got, we got empires to build. For sure. Yeah, we sure. want to thank y'all for for tuning in with us. Um, you know, I really hope that we made whatever you're doing easier or more enjoyable. You know, whether you sitting out on the patio, you know, having a drink, whatever, you just cooling out in the crib, you you cooking. We hope that we you know we made it a little bit more fun. Steve, you got That's any more um, suggestions on cigars this week? I would take a Nate Sherman. Nate, Nate Sherman? Sherman? Nate Sherman. What's that like? What is it? Yeah. What's uh, the experience like? Like, I like mild to medium. Okay. okay. You know, so it's a it's a heavier cigar. It's mm-hmm. a Maduro at the same time. Well, yeah, I did, okay, you, you like the mild to medium, but it's a heavier cigar. Yeah, That's, yeah but you gotta, it's, it's, it's going towards the heavier end. Oh, okay. So, mild so you like a medium, medium full then? Yeah, I guess you could say anywhere yeah. between. Yeah, it don't sound mild yeah, to me, my brother. At all. Yeah, you talking about oh. yeah, strong. You talk, that's, yeah, yeah, mild. You know, I start mild. here. Yeah. No, medium. You know what? And, and that's the thing about Steve. Mild for Steve yeah. is not mild for the average cat. <laughs> Yo, the drink that Steve put in front of me last night burned my entire well, esophagus. Hold on. Steve did say he was strong. Yeah. <laughs> hey, strong drinks. Yeah, hey. But and I, then, look, and then I shot at the whole thing. He, he, he said, like, like, You took the whole thing? I was like, Yeah. I said, Yeah, I got that wolf at the crib right now. That's a <laughs> I knew what that was. That's a sipper, dog. But a drink, <laughs> I would mix it with, yeah, a, uh, pairing that with? a Jefferson at sea. Mm, so it's okay. pretty dope what Jefferson did. Okay. So uh, it's a bourbon, but they put the, the barrels on the ships. Mm. And that's how. They uh they they mix it up right. That's how they make the so bourbon. They, they it mix just being so on the boat. yeah. So it's gotcha. the you have the salt. So salt they water the, in the ocean. Salt water in the ocean. That's fancy. Yeah, it's a and, nice and that's, taste. And what's that? Tell, tell Jefferson at sea. Jefferson at sea. Or it might be Jefferson at ocean. Some one of the two. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's dope though. It's yeah, that dope, does sound. It's a dope concept. And it's a good looking man. Okay, all right. So so who going you going who who's up for for choice the choice selection of the. I'll the take us out. That vibe. I'll take us out. Okay. Uh, I like you know my my vibe is normally mellow. Everybody who knows me already knows that. Um, I'm gonna play a song from Alina Baraz. Uh, she has a strong co following. I think that she has like this song. 
That wasn't it. That wasn't it. My bad. This, but this song has one of this song has one of my favorite intros ever. I just thought she uh, she came in super super silky. Song is called uh, "Down for You." I can't keep away. You can't be talking to me like that. What? Where they at though? I want <laughs> you to stay before you go. I want you to know. 